In this episode, we break down the three buckets of information that every board member needs to know. Hello, and welcome to the Nonprofit Radio Show, a podcast with tips and tools for small nonprofits. If you feel in the dark about how to run a nonprofit, sunshine is on its way. I'm Nancy Bacon, and I'm joined by Sarah Brooks. And I'm still thinking a lot about boards. You're always thinking about boards. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. I do think a lot about boards. You know why? I think a lot about boards because so many wonderful people come into our organizations to serve in this way. And I'm not sure we're giving them the tools to, to serve in the best way possible. I mean, I agree, Nancy. And I think it would be, I, I sometimes think about how amazing it would be if every board member were functioning at just the most fullest level that they possibly could for their mission and how much great work we could get done. That would be incredible. It would be absolutely incredible. So yes, I do think a lot about this. And I particularly lately have been thinking a lot about the three buckets of information that every board member needs to know. Oh, I'm intrigued. Can we talk about what those three buckets might be? (laughs) We definitely can. And let me just say that, you know, there's probably other things that they need to know as well. But we talk about board members need to know a lot. And so I thought it would be helpful to get specific and kind of categorize information so that we make it easier to understand. So all of that to say... There's three three categories. And the first one is the cause in general. The second is nonprofits, the nonprofit that they are serving. And the third one is just nonprofit stuff, as my daughter calls it. <laughs> All of that just general nonprofit specific information that we need to know in how to run organizations. All right. Those sound like reasonable categories. Let's dig in. Yeah, let's definitely dig in. And, and I want to be clear that also we're talking about board members in general. So if you're a CPA, you do your CPA thing, like you're going to know a lot more about finance. And if you're an attorney, or if you're a, I don't know, a contractor or whatever, like you're going to have all sorts of specialized knowledge. We're talking about just general kind of every board member, just, just so we're clear on that. All right. Okay. So the first bucket was the cause in general. What do you mean? Isn't this why we join boards? We join boards because of whatever cause is being moved forward. So whatever that is to protect animals, to ensure seniors are cared for, whatever the cause is, that's why we're joining boards. And so I think it's so important that we continue that learning once we join a board, that all of that kind of energy and passion we have for the topic, we really lean into that and we spend more time learning about it. It's so interesting you bring this one up first, Nancy, because I really see this one as a a two-way street. It benefits both the organization to have board members who are up to date on the latest trends or information from a, a certain mission area. But it also is, I think, what brings a board member that feeling of satisfaction and even, dare we say, joy in serving on a board because they're learning more. They're getting to dig in deep to something that matters to them. Mm-hmm. I definitely think we should use the word joy because ultimately we want board members who are joyful, who want to kind of roll up their sleeves and get into the work. And so we want them to, to be curious about the trends that are impacting things. We want them to know like who else is working on these ideas and what are some of the innovations in this space. I think it's just so important that 
as say an executive director or as a staff, you're you're sharing that information with board members. And if you're the board member in this equation, asking for that information, doing some research, reading the newspaper with that board hat in mind. Yep. And I think there are a couple of ways this can can show up. I'll offer just a couple of examples. Of course, there are many, many different ways. But one way I've tried to help board members along is to share, curate, and then share some important articles, not randomly scattershot throughout a month, but maybe once a month in a particular report, like, hey, here are a few things to be reading about our mission area in general. Not that we're going to do something with this information necessarily by make a decision tomorrow about it, but it's important background reading information. Also really great to have a, a set of kind of current trends articles to share with new board members um, as a way for them to feel like they're caught up to speed on the lingo and the kind of state of the union in, within your mission. And then another way I see this showing up is in creating special times, either at your board retreat or even in a board meeting where you acknowledge we're going to spend an hour just learning together. We're going to bring in maybe outside speakers, maybe people we serve, maybe thinkers in this space um, to tell us about it. And we're going to let that be the goal of this particular part of our meeting, just to learn together, not necessarily to make a decision. That's so powerful because to go back to the joy, a lot of the joy comes in if if board members feel like their brains are being fully used. And what a great way to really kind of lift them up and out and get them involved in the bigger conversations of the cause. Yep. And I think you know, just one quick last thought on that before we move to the next bucket, Nancy, is that sometimes if we're the executive director or even the board chair in an all-volunteer organization, we're so enmeshed in the cause that we forget that there are people who care very much and who could help us who aren't reading the same journal articles or aren't reading the mm -hmm. same books or hearing from people in the same way. And so thinking like a teacher every once in a while and thinking about what is it I need to uh, make available to someone so they can have the thoughts and questions and ruminations that I have all the time going on in my head is, I think, really important. Mm, I know a lot of times the executive director or staff may go to a conference, for example, and what a great report back, um, you know, whatever you learned at that conference. And and to some degree, that brings us to our next bucket, which is the nonprofit that the board member is serving that we bring board members into our organizations and we assume that they know exactly what we do and how we do it and with whom we do it. And that's not always the case. And so really making sure that board members have a chance to understand programs and why and how they operate, what value our organization adds to the sector, whatever challenges we're having, letting them in on our financial story, whatever that might be that this is a chance for them to take that larger understanding of the cause and really bring it and apply it to the organization that they're serving. Yep. And I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, Nancy, but this is where most organizations spend their time on conveying the information. This bucket tends to get attention. I think we can think of how to do it better and how to be more efficient with it. But most board meetings, people would say, yes, if you looked at our agenda, it fit, you know, something in here. We're review, you know, we're evaluating a program. We're looking at our finances. We're hearing from a volunteer who runs a particular program about the challenges they're facing. 
that tends to happen. I think what you're suggesting in this is that it be very intentional in how it happens. Um, and that probably requires maybe looking at a whole year of board agendas and thinking, have have we talked at all about program A? I know we've spent a lot of time talking about program B because it's had all sorts of things happening with it. But, oh, gosh, we might have some board members who've never had a conversation around program A, and we want to be sure that that happens this year. So some of this is natural in this bucket, but I think it's important to be intentional in making sure you are talking about all the different facets of your organization. For sure. And I think so much about all of the various expertise, kind of levels of expertise and kinds of expertise. And this is where board members can gain so much from the staff level expertise. You know, that old ridiculous kind of hourglass concept of the board where the board is in charge and the staff does the work and all of that. It doesn't really understand that. It doesn't reflect the fact that staff know so much. And how do you have intentional opportunities for that conversation? Absolutely. And this is also a wonderful space to be really intentional about bringing in the voices of those you're serving, the voices of those who your mission is hoping to support so that you're hearing directly from um, folks in your community about what's needed and what's working and, and maybe where you can grow. Mm-hmm. So the third bucket of information is kind of that nonprofit stuff. And so all the topics that are specific to the nonprofit sector. So board practice, finance, generally, you know, how to read balance sheets and whatnot, but specifically related to financial restrictions and whatever that happen in the nonprofit space, compliance, fundraising, kind of sector trends. I think it's really important that every board member has kind of a basic understanding of these kind of types of things. You don't have to become an expert. You don't have to become, you know, an expert, you know, CPA level finance person. You don't have to really get a high level expertise in boards, but just some basic practices. Yep. And this bucket, I think, is the most ignored in of the three. And at least in my experience with other nonprofit organizations, there's sort of an assumption that if you're serving on a board, you you know what your role is and mm-hmm. you got all this stuff. Or maybe we send you to one workshop over the course of your term where you're supposed to take it all in and then use it right magically after just you know, two hours of learning. And I think you would agree that that's not how adults actually learn. So I'd love to see our sector figure out how to be more intentional about this. And while I can't claim to have done these suggestions, I do think it's possible to conceive of a time where maybe at every other board meeting, you'd have a a board member present something to the group that they've Mm -hmm. done a little research on. Like, what do I know about I did a little research and figured out here's what's important for us to be looking at in our financials. Um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's the treasurer's job once a year to give a little something on that. Maybe it's the board president's job um, once a year to give a, a short 10 minute thing on, hey, just a reminder of what our roles are and why we're important. You could have your fundraising chair do a little something maybe before you're about to have an event or do your annual peel mailing on why fundraising matters and have it be more pure learning from each other and have it just be kind of baked into a a board agenda. Just, you know, a 10 minute, really high level. What are we doing here? What's our role? Because in my experience, one of the reasons people feel dissatisfied with either their service on a board 
or as a staff member with their board is that lack of clarity around who's supposed to do what and how and what is helpful. For sure. We both have experiences, for example, with fundraising training, Mm -hmm. where how many board members will say, I don't want to do fundraising. I'm scared to death to ask, you know, I'll do anything you want me to do, but I'm not going to do fundraising. And then just a little tiny lesson on what fundraising is. And whoa, the potential to get board members to raise money goes through the roof once they have just some basic understanding that fundraising isn't about asking for money. I mean, just taking that load off their shoulders. And I think that if we could just make sure that, as you said, we just squeeze it into our meeting agendas, we have like micro learning, just what do you want to know? And we provide that. And, you know, we have lots of ways to do that. So there's lots of resources that are grab and go. If that's something that I'm speaking of our listeners now, if that's something that you want more of, you know, we certainly can make recommendations on that. Absolutely. No, I think you're right. These are pretty great buckets. Yeah. So I think our word of the week has to be learn. And I was thinking a lot about learn. I, you know, it's another thing I think a lot about. And in my family of educators, we kind of have a joke about the difference between teach and learn. You know, I taught you how to do that. Whether you learned it is on you. And I feel like, you know, it really came to my mind with this topic because I feel like so often an executive director or staff will say, well, I told my board such and such. You know, I said it in a meeting or I gave them, you know, some report. And I think it is powerful if we could flip it and and not think about what information we gave to somebody, but indications that they actually learned it. And and so I think if you're the executive director or the staff person listening to that, flipping that and really thinking about how you can see evidence that somebody learned something. And if you're the board member listening, Think about how you can show you know the cause. How do you show you know how to read a financial statement? You know, how do you show that you understand the programs of the organization? And once you get to this kind of performance level where you actually have to either see evidence or show what you know, then that learn becomes so it, it's it's kind of like putting yeast in bread, like the whole thing starts bubbling and rising and really cool things start to happen. Mm, that's so great. And I I love the word learn because the sound that resonates for me when I hear the word learn is earn. It is earned. This knowledge is earned. It's no one comes to a board knowing this stuff. They they don't. And, and that's okay. They come knowing lots of things, lots of really helpful things. Um, and they may know parts and pieces of this, but this is educational information. This is data. This is the fodder for discussion that you have to actively seek. Right. And that puts when we think about learning in that way, I think it puts the both responsibility and accountability on both any staff or the board chair and board members to make sure they're doing the work to ask these questions like, hey, could we learn more about this? I don't know how to read a financial statement. You know, again, I think too often we put the pressure on board members that because they're successful in other parts of the their work life or community life, that they'll just know all these things and we don't want to waste time dealing with them. But actually, there's a lot to be learned in this process. Mm-hmm. And that learning is fun. It is. <laughs> it's really fun when we start thinking of ourselves as learners as opposed to experts or whatever other title, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Board members are so powerful when they combine the insights and experiences they have as people in our communities 
with information about our nonprofits and causes. You move from board members being disconnected from the work of the organization to be able to tailor their thinking exactly to what the nonprofit most needs. It means that they can make better decisions together. So take a few minutes to figure out how you can get learning about these three buckets, cause, your nonprofit, and nonprofits in general, into your board meeting agenda. We can't wait to hear how it goes. You got this. Thank you for listening to the Nonprofit Radio Show today. Tell your friends about the Nonprofit Radio Show and follow us on your favorite podcast app. Visit nonprofitradioshow.com for tips, tools, and free resources for nonprofits. The show is produced by Nancy Bacon and Sarah Brooks in partnership with the Nonprofit Learning Center, delivering learning and innovation to help nonprofits thrive. Our production team is Steve Fonslet and Mep Schulte of Three Choices Creative Communications. We always love to hear from our listeners. We're inspired by you and other nonprofit leaders doing important work in our communities. Mm-hmm.